Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. Starting today, Walt Disney World has reverted back to a former face mask policy due to the increased number of COVID-19 cases in Florida. Universal Orlando, however, as of today, has a slightly different policy. We also have a bunch of news from the Orlando theme parks we want to touch on. All this and more up next. Let's, Let's hop, hop to, to it. it. My goodness, we have so much to talk about this week. It's a really good thing that we didn't do the show last night because we were in a kind of a foul mood. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not very often in foul moods. No, no. Usually thing, theme park things bring us a lot of joy. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, sometimes we're tired from being outside in the heat all day. Sure. But we're never in foul moods. But last night was kind of like the peak of frustration after the last 18 months of events to kind of take a giant step back. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about that later in the episode, but we just kind of wanted to start the show to remind you that there is a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Um, And hopefully that great, big, beautiful tomorrow is sooner rather than later. I am ready for it to be sooner rather than later. It felt like it was going to be sooner rather than later. And then, like I said, we took a giant step back. It sounded like it was going to be less than just a dream away. Yeah, a reality. Yeah. (laughs) But alas, we've taken a step back. But before we start start diving into that, because we're about to, um, let's go ahead and... Let's dive into This Week in Theme Parks News. First up in Theme Parks News, we have new Disney restaurants reopening. Yeah, this is super exciting. Uh, we got this uh, we got this news from our friends over at Blog Mickey. Um, the Yachtsman Steakhouse at Yacht Club is opening again. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, <laughs> get some fancy steaks and uh, some pork chops and... All that fun stuff. And that reopens on August 5th, 2021. And booking is now available as of yesterday, July 29th. Uh, The second restaurant that is opening is Toledo. Tapas Steak and Seafood at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Another fancy restaurant. Yeah, fancy, (laughs) fancy. Uh, And that opens as well on August 5th, 2021. And booking is now available through the My Disney Experience app. Uh, Starting August 5th. You let them know what the next restaurant is opening. You can reel in some delicious seafood over at Columbia Harbor House. Yeah, go get some clam chowder at Magic (laughs) Kingdom. Yeah. And if you don't know where this is, this is, like Bill said, right over in Magic Kingdom. Columbia Harbor House. Across from the Haunted Mansion. (laughs) So you can go hang out with 999 Happy Haunts. With a belly full of seafood. And you can join them if you fall overboard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or take a nap on the Haunted Mansion because you're full of clam chowder. Absolutely. So that's super exciting. That was always one of our favorite spots to visit at Magic Kingdom. It's so underrated, and it's been a long time since we've been able to eat there. And they were offering some of the items from Columbia Harbor House over at the Tomorrowland Terrace for a little while. Uh, but we're really excited that the Columbia Harbor House is no longer an extended queue for Peter Pan's flight, and it is now opening as Columbia Harbor House. 
That's so exciting. And then fourth and final uh, restaurant news that we have for this week. It's not really a restaurant per se. It's more of a quick service spot. Uh, but it is a fan favorite, and it is Pizza Fari over at Animal Kingdom. Oh, Pizza Fari. And it's that same circle pizza that you find all over property, just like at Pizza Rizzo, our, the favorite of our friend Alicia Stella. Um, so we're excited to have another quick service spot opening at Animal Kingdom. Um, the, the designs and the mosaics and everything inside the restaurant are really cool. The, the theming inside there is really nice, and it's a great break from the AC from easily the hottest park at Disney. It's also located in a very central location. It's, it's not too deep into Animal Kingdom. And so this is a spot that's big enough for people to sit down, grab some AC, you know, share a circle pizza. So I'm excited that this is going to be open because, like you said, it is a fan favorite. Now, next on our list in theme park news, we do have uh, some more announcements. We, we told you guys about the Fab 50 statues that are coming to all four Disney parks as part of the 50th anniversary celebration. And more announcements have been made for which statues are going to be uh, put in the parks or around the parks uh, prior to the 50th anniversary, the gold statuettes. We did say that Mickey Mouse, obviously, because it was all started by a mouse, is the first one. Numero uno. <laughs> and they have since announced several more. And Goofy has been announced for Magic Kingdom. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa have been announced for Animal Kingdom. Lumiere and Cogsworth have been announced for Magic Kingdom, as well as Daisy Duck coming to Magic Kingdom. Winnie the Pooh and Piglet have been announced for the Magic Kingdom. The fabulous Edna Mode will be coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Fabulous, darling. And last but not least, our pal Dante is going to be coming to Epcot, probably in the Mexico Pavilion. But I'm so excited to see him represented during the 50th anniversary. Uh, this statue is awesome. It's the same um, the same image from Coco that you see where his head is kind of tilted and his tongue's hanging out like a doofus. Uh, <laughs> we're really, really excited to see all these statues come to fruition uh, leading up to the 50th anniversary. Next in theme park news, kind of a little bit the same from what we just talked about, the partner statue restoration is nearly complete at Magic Kingdom. Uh, so Disney actually did post, uh, it was about a week ago, because I believe it's a 10-day operation and it's almost done, but they posted a, a graphic on their social media, and it said that the partner statue is re receiving routine care and preparation for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. And it's the process of removing oxidation buildup from patinated bronze is intensive, involving multiple phases to strip the sculpture to bare metal before cleaning, reapplying patina, and coating the entire figure in protective polymer and wax. So it's going to be really nice to see that partner statue like looking brand new when you go there. Yeah, it's going to have on its best outfit for the 50th anniversary. Now, the next thing in theme park news is going to be about Run Disney. Now, the Run Disney sign up, uh, the second a race to come for in-person races happened this past Tuesday, and that was the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. And so far, the Walt Disney World 5K, the Walt Disney World 10K, and the Walt Disney World Half Marathon are all sold out. Wow. So if you plan on doing the marathon, 
the Goofy's Race and a Half Challenge, or the $600 Dopey Challenge, <laughs> those are still available. You are legitimately nuts if you do the Dopey Challenge. I mean, you know, hey, more power to you, but... Wow, oh, wow. I want to shake your hand because if you want to sign up for that. <laughs> because that's all the events. That's the 5, 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, and the full, right? That's everything. In one weekend. Yeah, so you show up to run, like every day to Disney. Your cuckoo bananas. Yes, but those uh, run Disney races are selling out very quickly. Um, so the first one went on sale previously um, earlier in the month. The second one went on sale this past Tuesday, and then we still do have the Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend, uh, which is going to be February 24th to the 27th, 2022, and the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend from March 31st to April 3rd, 2022, that will still go on sale here in the future. And as you mentioned last Tuesday, one of them went on sale, and you... Got to sign up for one of them yourself. I did it. I did it. <laughs> we, we didn't do it yet. No. <laughs> you paid the money. Yes. So I'm so. But you're going to kick butt. I'm so excited. I was so nervous that I wasn't going to get to sign up. And our friend Eddie is going to be coming Eddie. down and running with me. And so we are going to uh, kick this 5Ks behind. And who knows? Maybe someday we'll do the Dopey Challenge. Ooh, you guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would be a little crazy. That will never happen for me, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a long distance runner by any means. So uh, maybe the 5K, possibly the 10K, and never anything more than that. Well, you know, one step at a time. One, one step, step at, a at a time. <laughs> There's no need to rush. Okay. I'm, I'm very excited, but that is definitely how I'm going to be training. One step at a time. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, now, speaking of one step at a time, the rehiring process for the Walt Disney World cast members since the, uh, the pandemic sort of started to ease up there has been long and strenuous. Yeah. And with the 50th anniversary coming up and record crowds being expected... Um, they do need to hire a lot of cast members, uh, some hi hiring some cast members back and hiring brand new cast members. And Disney is actually holding a hiring event online right now from July 27th through July 30th. They are holding an online event and you can go ahead and you can try to fill uh, some roles here at Walt Disney World. And they're even offering a thousand dollar hiring bonus for some full time and part time housekeeping positions and select culinary roles. So if you're interested in working for the mouse, working for the Walt Disney Company, check out this online event. It only goes until the 30th, which is uh, today. It, it, when you're listening to, the, to this recording, it is today. So get online and see if you can find a job for yourself if you've always wanted to work for Walt Disney Company. Yeah, go be a magic maker and we'll see you at the parks. Now, speaking of the parks, our last bit of information for Disney is going to be that the Hall of Presidents is reopening in Yay. August with President Biden and his very world-known sunglasses. His aviators. His aviators. Those are actually going to be... On a table right next to his not, animatronic. Not on him. Not on him. Oh, that would be so cool if they were on him, though. Oh, my God. You know that when they put him in there, somebody put them on him. <laughs> just for their... At least on opening day. Right. Like, just have him wear the glasses. That'd be awesome. Yes. Now, one thing I do have to say about the Hall of Presidents is... Back in the day, it used to be like one of our favorite places to take a nap because it had a very, very old video. It yeah, felt like history old class. Old video. And they re-updated the video. It's fascinating. It's very inspiring. And then once all the presidents stand up and start talking, it's really, really cool. Yeah. 
So seeing this updated as new presidents um, are elected is just so amazing. And it's one thing that um, I'm just very, very excited to see come back because it never fails to amaze me just how cool that experience is. Yeah. And b between um, between Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, and then previously Donald Trump, we hadn't seen too many of the presidents turned over in our lifetime. Right. At Disney because they were all doing two terms. Yeah. But with the final with the last president only doing one term. Um we have a new president coming into the Hall of Presidents in August and that is uh, Mr. Joe Biden. So really excited to see that show again and see hear what his speech has to say. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about that. But our next bit, bit of news, we're going to head over to SeaWorld Orlando. Yeah. And SeaWorld Orlando has launched a new app that is updated with mobile orders, wait times, the ability to buy quick pass, attraction information, and more. It's uh, it's really exciting to see SeaWorld take this giant step into the, the theme park app game because their app before was not good. It was very bad. It, like, was, it was very not user-friendly. Um, and it was, just just about everything you did in the app would open a browser and you wouldn't even stay in the app to do the things that you needed to do. It was barely an app. And the fact that in this day and age, we didn't have ride times available at our fingertips, yeah, right. which sounds very, very much like a first, first world, world theme park problem. Yeah. But if you're at a theme park and you're like, oh, I'm going to ride this ride and you walk over and it's 95 minutes and you could have ridden another one that has maybe like a 10 minute wait. Yeah. It definitely impacts the quality of your day. And so um, there's just so much you can do on this app. And I know that everybody who goes to SeaWorld is just going to really be impacted by the quality of this app. And it's just going to make their day so much better while they have a whale of a time. Oh, nice, nice. Um, so it's re actually really cool. I'm looking at the app right now. It was just updated a couple of days ago. And you can actually select SeaWorld Orlando, San Diego, and San Antonio, where Danny worked for a long time. Whoop, whoop. Um, and then when you go in the front page, it says animal experiences, shows, rides, dining, events, and shops. And you can select different things. And if you select... Uh, uh, the shows right in front of you, there's show times. It's very user friendly. And if you go to rides, each ride has a 15 or not a 15 minute wait. Not each ride has a 15 minute wait. It shows a wait time when you select each ride. And there's also an option to buy the the quick pass is what it's called, right? Uh, the quick queue. Quick queue. Uh, there's also an option to, to purchase the all day quick queue, which uh, pulling it up right now costs... Uh, sixty nine ninety nine for the day, which all things considered, if you skip the line all day long, that's probably worth it. And I could be wrong. Um, just as kind of a little note, I believe that sometimes the prices change depending on what day you go. So if you, uh, like, okay. you go on a Wednesday, it's that's sometimes cheaper. But a Friday might be that sixty nine ninety nine. So I'm wondering if that's showing like tomorrow's price. That makes sense. Or today, if you're listening from the future. But um, this app is amazing. I'm I'm just very very excited that they've updated this app because honestly, I'm not super familiar with SeaWorld Orlando. We've gotten yeah. to go a couple of times, and we've been discussing it. We're so excited to go back. We just haven't gotten a chance to get tickets and make it part of our, um, you know, what we're able to do. Right. Um, you know, because we both have full-time jobs, we only have so much time that we can visit theme parks. <laughs> yeah. 
for but, real. But um, when we are able to get our passes and bring SeaWorld into our rotation of theme park visits, I am so excited to use this app. Now, one thing I'm really excited about this app here is that I'm, much like you, I'm not very familiar with SeaWorld Orlando. I've only been once. And uh, we, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this, this map feature that they have in the app now. And it's really cool. On the top, you can select animals, shows, rides, dining, shops, restrooms, and services. And if you tap something, uh, one of those categories, a bunch of things uh, show up on the map. And if you tap that on the map and you hit directions, once you're in the park, it'll actually show like a line how to get there, which, which is pretty cool from where you're standing. Yeah, especially uh, when you're standing like in the park, it's sometimes kind of hard to realize which way you should be going. Um, one last thing before we move on to our next bit of news is that when you look at the app, you can actually mobile order now. Now, uh, currently, from what we can tell, it's not available today, but we know it's one of the important things that's been added to the app. And if you have listened to our show for a while, one thing that you know about us is... We are giant advocates for being able to mobile order things because it makes the process so much easier, especially with crowds returning to normal. And so having that at SeaWorld, especially since they have things like the all-day dining, which is absolutely amazing, it's totally worth it, um, these kind of things are all going to come in handy when you visit the SeaWorld parks. Uh, up next on our list of theme park news, we're going to switch over to our friends at Universal Orlando, which we visited a couple of days ago, and we actually got to see the Universal Cinematic Celebration fireworks for the first time. But right now, through the end of the Tokyo Olympics, which end on August 8th, so if you have a chance to go to Universal before August 8th, they actually have a really cool, like inspiring Olympic-themed pre-show. Yeah. Um, so that's only running for the two weeks during the Olympics, as far as we have heard. Um, so definitely go over there if you want to see a little added bonus show, I guess, on top of the cinematic celebration. You can go see the uh, the Olympic pre-show as well. Super cool. Next uh, on our theme park news, Scare Zone props have been started to get put out at Universal Orlando. For Halloween Horror Nights. So I am so excited about getting to see Halloween Horror Nights because I didn't get to go last year. And the uh, the previous time we went, it was very, very crowded. It was. And I didn't get a chance to really experience the entire experience of Halloween Horror Nights. And I know that there are people who... It's so important to them, and they're very passionate about it. So I'm very excited to take it in with brand new eyes, especially not after a full day of being at Universal Studios, which I feel like clouded my judgment a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Now, all around the Universal Studios Florida side, they are starting to, you're starting to see some some props for uh, for scare zones and starting to see some um, pieces of construction work. And it's really exciting to know that, you know, in, in a mere a month and a half or so we're going to get what is widely considered one of the best Halloween celebrations in America and so we're starting to see trucks and rigging and all different kinds of things popping up inside of Universal Orlando and there's also um, a, a, a giant uh, lighting tower that is over by Revenge of the Mummy that we don't know what that is yet so that's super exciting Ooh. and I do have to say that if the Christmas fans can start celebrating on November 1st Halloween fans can start 
celebrating on August 1st. So friends, get your pumpkins ready. Yeah, but that's so long. Uh, that's so is three Christmas. Months. So is Christmas. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. November 1st to, to December 25th is a, like a month and a half. We get an extra month. <laughs> that's so long. We get an extra month. Wow. I, I've decided that we get an extra month because people start playing Christmas music the day after Halloween. And we've been dealing with that for years. So this year, after 2020, okay. we get an extra month of Halloween. I've declared it. Oh, okay. As long as you say so, boss. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for making that the law. <laughs> uh, one really cool item that is popping up in Universal is illuminating wands for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Excuse me? Now, you got yourself a wand. We have the full video of the, uh, <laughs> the, the Ollivander's wand experience by yourself which was really cool. I'll never get to do that the again. The wand chose you and only you the because I was in the me. room, but it didn't see me. It didn't see you. Yeah. But that was a really cool thing. Check it out on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. And you can see that video of the Ollivander's wand experience. It's really cool and really unique. And you can see how good I am at magic. <laughs> Aguamenti. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. <laughs> so real quick, tell me a little bit more about these illuminating wands. So the they have wands now that the end of it like lights up when you say like Lumos. Um. I need to see these in person. Yeah. I did not see these when we were there the other they night. They didn't exist until recently. Um, I need to see these immediately. That is so exciting and so magical. And speaking of lighting up things and so magical, a night of a million lights returns to give kids the world village oh, in November. Such awesome news. Give Kids the World is such an amazing organization. And if you guys don't know who Give Kids the World is, um, this is a... It's a village in Kissimmee. Village in Kissimmee um, that caters to like Make-A-Wish Foundation and kids who um, are sick, um, who have illnesses. Um, Critically ill children and their families. Yes, and it's nonprofit. So the way that they are able to do all of this is by raising money. People volunteer. Um, in the past, we've gone to an event with Jody Benson yeah. where we got to hear her tell stories and sing and talk about her all of her wonderful experience. She is an absolute delight. And if you don't know who Jody Benson is, she's the voice of Ariel from The Little Mermaid, a living princess. And um, every year, uh, Give Kids the World actually has a very, very popular event called. Um, it is called a night of a million lights. A night of a million lights. I thank you so much. There's literally a million lights, and some of them actually came from the Osborne family lights. They so, were donated from Disney. So this um, event consists of a dancing light show, tram tours, and unique behind-the-scenes experiences that highlight an array of an exciting additions. Guaranteed to make this year's second annual night of a million lights holiday light spectacular another dazzling success. Um, just to kind of put it in perspective, uh, it's a really, really great place and a really amazing charity. And like Danny said, they house all the, the Make-A-Wish kids when their Make-A-Wish is to go to Disney or Universal or wherever they want to go down here in Central Florida. Um, and so it, it's really, really amazing place. The people that work there are incredible. And the, the, like the campus itself is so impressive. We parked probably like a 10 to 15 minute walk from the venue when we went to go see Jody Benson. Yeah. And we literally hopped on like a, like a mini school bus where the driver was like 
the most friendly person in the world. And we were listening to Wheels on the Bus. And like <laughs> it was hysterical. But the fact that a place like that exists for these kids and their, their critically ill um, poor, poor bodies and their families is absolutely incredible. Um, so if you get a chance, definitely get out to see A Night of a Million Lights at Give Kids the World Village. And that runs from November 12th through January 2nd. I think one of the most amazing things about this is um, these kids who are literally fighting for their lives and their families who are fighting with them, they get a chance to, you know, forget that they're sick and give them that joy and that hope to keep fighting and just to, you know, overall bring joy to their families who desperately deserve it. So I am so excited to be able to go to this event. And um, if you are in the Orlando area, we highly recommend uh, that you either go to this event or look into making a donation because it goes to an amazing cause. Now, if you want to, if you want to go see this event, it is at Give Kids the World Village. So you go to gktw.org/lights, and you can purchase your tickets there. There's three different price levels. There's a standard night ticket, which I guess is kind of like an off night. Uh, peak nights is probably like Fridays and weekends, and holiday night tickets, which I assume are on the actual holiday evenings. Right. Um, the standard night tickets are $25 for adults, 15 for kids. Peak nights are 35 for adults, 18 for kids. And on holiday nights, it's 40 for adults and 20 for kids. Um, all of it goes to this amazing charity, so definitely go check them out. And that is going to wrap up our week in theme park news. So I was so excited to go over all of that news. And I'm so excited that every week we get exciting news that we get to bring to everyone out in Park Hopper land. However, we're going to talk about something today that we Not so we didn't want to talk about today. <laughs> However, um, it needs to be discussed because uh, this is just... It's just a large disappointment. So today, my friends, we are going to talk about masks. And the reason that we're going to talk about masks is because there have been updates to the mask mandates. And I don't even know where to start. Here in Orange County, Mayor Jerry Demings declared a state of emergency uh, the other day uh, and basically begged... Uh, business owners and entities to reinst reinstate their their mask policies or their mask mandates, right? And uh, for for the unvaccinated. However, there's a lot of reasons why we're not going to get into that, but there's a lot of reasons why that that's an issue with some people. Um, so what uh, Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando did are two uh, sort of vastly different things. Yeah. And so first off, one thing that I do want to mention is Orlando, first off, is a hot spot for tourists. Right. Orange County. Orange County. Um, and so because of that, we get a lot of um, a lot of people who are coming from places that may have different rules, may run things differently. And everybody gathers together and you know as we have been taking all of these big steps forward one of the things across the board that has been known is if you are vaccinated you don't have to wear your mask anymore however if you are not vaccinated you are on the honor system you should be wearing your mask unless you are eating or drinking 
And what we have discovered is that the honor system can't be relied on. Doesn't work. For people that have no honor. (laughs) And I say that with all the seriousness. Um, (laughs) It's funny, but it's not funny. And what we have found, and we've talked about it in previous episodes, how disappointed we were in people that a lot of people weren't wearing masks because we knew across the board that 100% of people were not vaccinated. The second that uh, Disney put out the 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 rules that uh, fully vaccinated people didn't have to wear masks anymore, um, but we weren't we weren't checking vaccination status, and like Danny said, it was basically an honor system. And then we saw ninety nine point eight percent of people in the parks not wearing masks. We knew something was up. Um, we knew people weren't being honest. And you know, just to preface this, Danny and I are both fully vaccinated and have been since April. And so we are, I think we're in the clear for the most part. I and mean, obviously no vaccination is 100% effective, but um, we are mostly protected against uh, COVID-19. Thank you to the house of Pfizer. Yes, yes, <laughs> for sure. But that was a, that was definitely a very noticeable problem. And right away we kind of looked at each other and was like, this is going to be an issue at some point. And one thing that irked me and, you know, it's hard to worry about other people's actions, but I would say 99% of these children who are under 12 are not wearing masks. Right. And even if we can give the adults the benefit of the doubt, which we know some of them are just liars because obviously a hundred percent of people are not vaccinated when you're in the parks. But if a hundred percent of people are almost a hundred percent, they're not wearing masks, then, you know, somebody's not telling the truth. But for the children, if they are not wearing masks, now we're just allowing this to happen. And I do want to say that I know these team members and cast members are working very, very hard to take good care of the guests. However, um, there has to be some responsibility on us. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about today. So first off, let's talk about the announcement at Disney World. Yeah, so Disney's, the verbiage on their website now is beginning July 30th, 30th, which is today, face coverings are required for all guests ages two and up while indoors and in Disney buses, monorail, and Disney Skyliner, regardless of vaccination status. Now, before, um, as of a couple of days ago, anyone still had to wear a mask on the transportation services except for the ferry boat. Um, so that hasn't changed, but, um, now it says this includes upon entering and throughout all attractions, face coverings remain optional for all guests in outdoor common areas. This new policy will also apply to cast members working in indoor locations. So what was changed is the fact that now, uh, it seems like regardless of vaccination status, everyone has to wear masks indoors on transportation, and on attractions. And that, honestly, for someone who did their job three months ago, did the thing we needed to do, seems like a bit of a slap in the face. And it's not, it's it's a first world problem. Yes, I understand. But it just, it really sucks that there's so many people who didn't do their job and sort of lied and went around the parks and, and, you know, I'm vaccinated and walked around without a mask on. And we're here because of people like that. 
And that really stinks. So before we kind of dive more into that, can let's go over what Universal has said. Sure. Uh, Universal's verbiage says, the health and safety of our guests and team members is always our top priority. We encourage all our guests to follow CDC guidelines and local directives to wear face coverings while indoors across our destination. Beginning Saturday, all team members will wear face coverings while working indoors in guest areas and will continue to practice social distancing. Now, the one word that changes everything in that statement is we encourage all our guests to follow CDC guidelines and local direct directives to wear face coverings while indoors. So it doesn't sound like, and this may change in the next couple of days because things change so often during this pandemic, it seems like Universal is still giving people the option, except they're being like, hey, come on now, do the thing. Wear the yeah. mask if you're not vaccinated. Wink, wink. Yeah. So, um, and just to kind of also note, SeaWorld has not changed anything on their website as of today's recording. Um, and what SeaWorld has been doing is no masks are required. Right. Um, they're optional. So, SeaWorld, for f- But they do state for, it's for fully vaccinated guests, so they're still using the honor system. Yeah, let me go ahead and uh, I do want to mention that specific wording. So the wording for that is... Face coverings will no longer be required for guests and ambassadors who are fully vaccinated in accordance with CDC guidance. We will not require our guests to provide proof of vaccination, but ask everyone to respectfully comply with our revised policy. So they're saying, hey, if you're vaccinated and you don't wear a mask, we believe you. But if you're not vaccinated, we are respectfully asking you to wear a mask. Respect us and wear a mask. So... Um, those are three, those are our three major theme parks here in Orlando and three very different takes on it. Yes. Um, and just to, I want to kind of rewind and bring it back to what you were talking about. It feels a lot like we had a group project. Yeah. Yeah. And half of us did the work and the other half wants credit. Except now that group project is being individually graded as far as the group team members. Right. Where you and I and people like us who are fully vaccinated all got A's. But all these other people failed, so now we're all got C's. Yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um here here's one of the things that is the most disheartening part about all of this. And we don't want to ever just, you know, bring this show you know, talk about negative things, but this is not a good thing, guys. No. Um, What we have learned by paying close attention to reports and such here is that 95 to 100% of people who are in the hospital or who are diagnosed with COVID here in Orange County are unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. What that tells you is Vaccines work. Yep. Science works. And they're not 100% effective. We acknowledge that. But no one said they were. Right. No this, vaccine is 100% effective. This is supposed to prevent severe illness or death. And I will say, we have friends who are announcing on social media, saying things like, I'm so sad that my young friend is dying from COVID complications. And it's so preventable 
And what's unfortunate is not only is that devastating, that selfish decision to not get vaccinated for their family for the rest of their lives, but on top of that, you do not know who that person who tragically lost their life by their decision infected other people and possibly killed other people's loved ones. Sure, absolutely. And again, I just want to, this isn't about, oh no, we have to wear masks at Disney again. No, it's not all about that. Yes, does that tick me off? Yes, it does. Uh, We went went through a a very hot year (laughs) down here with masks on outside. And it's crazy we had to wear masks outside for that long. Um, I don't know how we did it. I, I don't. I really don't know either. It's just the love of Disney, I guess. I guess so. Um, but we moved past that, and then we were able to finally take them off indoors because we were, we were, we did our job. We were safe. We got our vaccinations, and we followed the protocols. And for all of that to kind of come to an end, because there's still a large percentage of selfish people out there, and the the Walt Disney World Resort is starting to fully reopen with the things that we love, whether it's live entertainment, whether it's meet and greets, whether it's restaurants, resorts, rides, all that stuff was starting to reopen and life was getting back to normal. And because of the selfish, we took a giant step back and we may not see all that stuff return for way longer now. Yeah. And we are keeping this in, in terms of things in the theme park sense. We know that right. this affects a lot of other things sure. other than theme parks, but Absolutely. that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, and the thing is, the things that we should be getting, um, like Bill was saying, you know, things reopening. I want Fantasmic back. I won't get Fantasmic back for even longer right. because we can't have nice things when we don't respect what we're supposed to do. We just got fireworks back on July 1st. Are they going to take those away again so we prevent crowding and standing right next to each other while we're not wearing masks again? Are we going to do that? Is that the next step? We are losing happily ever after as of October 1st. And so how... What upsetting would it be if we lost it even sooner? We lost it even sooner. Yeah. Um, so overall, guys, um, we 100% support the decisions made by these themes, these theme parks, because we understand why they're making these decisions. They're trying to have the best of both worlds to be able to keep their guests and their employees safe, mm-hmm. while also trying to, um, you know, go with the guidelines that are being released. How, however, what is our problem is the people who are not getting vaccinated. This is not a time that we can be nice about it or beat around the bush anymore. That's over. This is not funny anymore. This is this is this is done. There's a state of emergency right now in Orange County, Florida, and it's not you know, directly related to any sort of outbreaks at Walt Disney World, Universal Orlando, SeaWorld, whatever. But there's a state of emergency in the county, and the last few days there's been a thousand plus cases a day again for the first time in a year. We were under 5% positive cases in May and June. That's why some of the restrictions started to be lifted. And now it's back up to 15, 16%. And that sucks, guys. It really does suck. It sucks. It it also feels very personal because this is our home. Yeah. And there are things that we want to 
be able to do. We want to, I want to be able to fly home to see my family. I want yeah. to, I want to be able to have people come visit here. And I feel like with the way things were going, these are all reasonable you know, requests. There were several trips in the works or already planned. You were planning on going home. Your mom is coming for the 50th anniversary. My sisters were talking about coming down. And yes, all of them are fully vaccinated, but now they might be, you know, questioning that decision. And that stinks. Yeah, it, it really, really does. I'm sorry to get, you know, angry and emotional here, but this is, this is a real life situation and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, and here's... Here's the biggest thing, guys. Had we all done our part, this would have continued to get better. And sure. I would I would like to think that the majority of our listeners are vaccinated. Sure. And I say that because... Um, and if you're not, you better have a damn good reason why. Yeah. And here's, here's the thing. If you're not vaccinated and you're listening, I want you to know that you can still be part of the solution. And the thing is, facts are showing that such a high percentage of those getting sick and dying are unvaccinated. And not only could you lose your life or get somebody that you love uh, very sick or, or lose them because of that decision, but you don't know who else around you you could be affecting. Right. Children, um, people who are older, immune compromised um, there are just so many people who are affected by these decisions. So we want to keep moving in the right direction, not just for theme parks and how much we love them and being able to have more things open and enjoy times with our loved ones and the magic and escaping reality for a little while. Um, but overall life, we want to get back to overall life. And so we, it was it was getting there. And now it's it's just hitting the rewind button and that stinks yeah so we do here at a couple of park hoppers want to say that we do support you know everyone who um is in the theme park industry who's making these decisions because they're trying to make it's the best decisions fault. i also very much hope that people are not going to be jerks to theme park employees with this m new mask rule, especially yeah. at Disney, because right. that's the only park that this is going to be happening at. We saw it at Disney Springs. We saw it at the parks. We saw it at Universal. People were nasty to cast members and team members uh, about whenever they would tell them to pull their mask up or they would put tell them to put their mask on. And now that the fact that we were past this and masks were optional for most people, the honest people. Um, yeah. Now that we have to revert back to having cast members at the front of attractions and at buses and Skyliners telling people to put their masks on, it's just a recipe for ugliness. And I don't really like to think about the way that this is going. Yeah, neither do I. Um, the Be nice to everybody. I do want to say, even though we are very upset about those who choose to not get vaccinated when they're able to, because we understand if you are not able to get vaccinated, you yeah. have an actual reason. Yeah. Um, it is also all of our duties to make sure that we're vaccinated to protect you. But let's be honest. 
every adult in the country is eligible right now. Well, and I'm, has been I'm talking for about for health reasons. Sure. So, sure. Because there are people who can't get it actually due to health reasons, and they're not the ones who are running in with the fake cards and saying, <laughs> "Right, exactly." You're 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 violating HIPAA. Yeah, with their which is not nonsense. a HIPAA violation. Sorry, no, that's nonsense. And we really feel for the kids because they're not every kid in the country is eligible right now. It, under twelve, none of them are eligible. I believe some of them are. I th- it's only over twelve right now. I thought it. W- I thought there was some that were single digits that were getting. I think. I think that's it's still in, it's still in trial. Okay. So it's very few of them, I believe, are able to get vaccinated right now. But um, guys, here here's the biggest positive out of this. I know that we were talking a lot about the frustrating part, but the biggest positive is these vaccines are working for those of us who are vaccinated. Um, you know, it's keeping us out of the hospital. For those very, very rare breakthrough cases, they're having minimal side effects. Um, So we know that the more people that get vaccinated, the more people who we can encourage to get vaccinated, that we can keep taking steps forward and get life back to normal. So, um, you know, I, I don't even know where to where to end this episode because I am just so frustrated with this announcement because it makes me nervous that we're going to take more steps backwards. I just want to reiterate that Universal, Disney, SeaWorld, Legoland, Gatorland, wherever you guys are going, whatever rules are in place, we know it's not your fault that you're putting these rules back in. We understand that. And we're going to be very nice to all the cast members. We're going to be very nice to everyone who tells us what to do because it's the right thing to do. Um, we love the Disney parks. We love Universal. We love all these parks here in Orlando so, so much. And Danny and I have been here for almost two years now. And for the overwhelming majority of it, it's been under COVID protocols. Yeah. And that stinks. We want to get back to normal. We want to get back to the things we love so much. And without doing our part, all of us, that's not going to happen for a really long time. So what I'd like to say to kind of close this episode is people do what you can. If you can't get the vaccine for medical reasons, completely understand. But protect your friends, protect your family, protect your co-workers, protect if you are if you're a cast member or a team member to protect the other guests and get yourself vaccinated. We really really want to get this this, uh, this place back to normal as soon as possible and get back to the things that we love so, so much. And guys, for all of you there out in Park Hopper land, we just want to let you know that we love you. We care about you. And please take care of yourselves and stay safe. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join over 10,000 people following us on TikTok. Head over to YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our ever-growing channel for theme park videos and more. For easy access to all our content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of park hoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.